Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, we're talking about two different kinds of love. I'm going to explain what those two different kinds are. I'm going to talk a little bit about our insatiable need to look for love in our life. What does that mean, and how does that show up in our life? I'm going to share with you a progression of how I have sought for love in my own life and then uh, a transformation that's happened in my life the last couple years, how that came about and and the results that have come about. Uh, And then at the very end, you may want to write these down. I'm going to give you seven different affirmations or I am statements that you can use uh, that when you put those into your regular everyday life, especially as you go throughout your day, uh, you know, have them on a post-it note, whatever your process is for that, it can really change the way that you look at love. Okay. So I am so excited for you to be here today and to listen to this one. Uh, this, this, uh, lesson I've been getting ready for a while now, uh, and wanting to do it, but also wanting to have some really good examples to share with you. And I really feel like this one topic is something that everybody needs to to learn and that it's the key to your success. All right. Enjoy. So one thing that I know working with myself first, but also working with other coaching clients is that for a grand majority of time, what we do is we, we occupy ourselves in all areas of our life, seeking love, approval, and appreciation. And it's so constant that we don't really notice that we're doing it anymore. Um, I, I think part of it comes from, you know, some, some issues in our childhood with bonding and boundaries and different things like that. Um, but we all have this innate, uh, I guess, desire to be loved, to be approved of, and to be appreciated. And if, if we don't receive that when we're very young and If we don't learn how to do that for ourselves, then we will spend the rest of our life in all areas of our life trying to get that because that is a need. Now, how that looks like is, is, you know, we're trying to please or impress somebody, trying to win love, um, trying to manipulate things in such a way that you get what you think you want, uh, be deceptive creating kind of neurotic stories, if you will, um, drama, worry, anxiety. Okay. So I, the way that I look at this is there's two different kinds of love and go with me for the purpose of this example. So if you think about it, um, love is kind of like a smile. All right. So if you are, Let's say you're getting together for a group photo and you're, you're getting ready to take a really nice photo and they say smile or cheese, right? Now that smile is genuine in a way, right? It, it's somewhat forced and manipulated. It's very brief and, and it, it's a little bit empty, but it's genuine for the purpose, right? Then you have, let's say you're going about your day, you're, you're, you know, just doing wonderful things and, uh, somebody says something or does something, or maybe you read something or you see something beautiful 
and up comes this feeling of joy. And then because of that joy, there's a smile that comes on your face. So there's a, um, an energy there. You feel it in your, your spirit and your bones, right? I, I had something happen yesterday when I was out on my walk. Uh, it was just a beautiful picture of some deer that walked about, I don't know, 20 yards in front of me. And I just smiled. It was just beautiful. Um, so you can tell that there's a difference. This is what I think, uh, love is like that we go throughout love or throughout our life. And we really want the second example of love that that's filled with peace and joy, but yet we're, we're trying to find it. It's like, we're, we're hooked on it like a drug. And so we do things and say things, but we force it kind of like a forced smile in a picture. And so, you know, I, I was really thinking about this the other day and I wrote down some examples of things in my life where this has showed up. So for example, uh, I learned very early on in my life, especially middle school, high school, uh, if I, if I joined all the sports teams, if I got really good grades, if I, I joined all the clubs, uh, and I also, in addition to all of that, if I, if I got a job, you know, the, the inside of me said, if I do all of this, then somebody's going to notice me and they're going to love me. Right now I got some great results and I got a lot of awards and things like that. And, and, you know, that, that's awesome. That's amazing. But I never felt that sense of love. Um, you know, when I got married, I, I, especially early on, I had this idea that if only my husband would do blank, right? If he would just do this, I would feel loved. Well, I think you can guess by now that, that those things didn't occur and I didn't feel loved. However, I put myself in a position where maybe I was trying to manipulate or control or have some drama, right? Start a fight. And innately I was trying to fill a need, but it was what was happening was an emptiness. It was the forced smile kind of love. Um, sometimes this, this shows up with the kids, you know, over time, you know, if they do their chores, if they do the things I asked of them, if they give me a mother's day gift, if they think about me today, uh, you know, if they, <laughs> when they were little, especially when they would go to school, I would have, uh, you know, if they sat on the side of the bus that was closest to me and waved to me on their way, I knew that they, uh, liked me that morning. Right. Well, as you can all tell, if you've had children, children are, are somewhat fickle <laughs> and they're doing the best they can. And it has nothing to do with whether they love me or not. Okay. Um, <clears throat> in my work over the years, uh, you know, it, and getting my PhD and, and working as, uh, an employee and then also my own boss, I've really tried to be noticed in my field really go over and above what is expected of me. And, uh, for a time there, I was really in people pleasing mode because I was trying to seek that validation. Right. And what did that get me? Well, 11 years ago, it got me a stroke. <laughs> I was so stressed that a part of my brain blew up. 
And in, in the last five or six years, I've joined a lot of clubs. I've joined a lot of groups, a lot of uh, professional development membership groups. And I've learned a lot of skills and structure and process and rules. You know, this is how you build a business. This is how you, you know, um, become a better speaker, all of these things. And, and that's wonderful. And honestly, I really excelled at all of those because if you tell me what the, the process and the rules are, I can be really good at that. But I still felt a sense of emptiness, if you will, because I, I wasn't getting that acknowledgement or acceptance or just people noticing that, that that's what I was doing. Because, you know, when you're here in your own home office and you're out there serving other people, it's not like the world is looking at you. Okay. I, I tell you all of this because I found the key. This is something that kind of snuck up on me, I'd say probably two years ago. And the key to to uh, the second kind of love, so not the forced smile kind of love, but the, the kind of love where you're going about your day and all of a sudden it just sneaks up on you and fills you with wonder, is to love myself unconditionally and with great humor, kindness, and compassion. So loving myself unconditionally with humor, kindness, and compassion. So for me, the key is really to see myself. So am I noticing myself, what I'm doing in my life? Or am I just kind of going from one thing to the other without noticing that? Am I serving myself? So rather than waiting for somebody else to notice and serve me, am I doing that for myself? Uh, You know, not just the self-care things, but... For example, this weekend, um, my family was away all day on Saturday. And so I gave myself my own little Mother's Day. I I did all the things that I wanted to do. I ate all the foods I wanted to eat. I watched all the movies I wanted to watch. And I was like, this is good. I didn't wait for somebody else to serve me. I served myself. Uh, If I want a gift, right? So that was one of the things. If, If only my husband bought me a gift, I would know that he loved me. Well, now I buy my own gift. What do I want? I just go out and buy it. Uh, Instead of waiting for the kids to do the chores, I just do it. I I just release the expectation from that. Now, listen, yes, I'm still a mom. I still, you know, will work with them. But if I walk by and, you know, there's a piece of trash on the floor, I'm not going to interpret that as, you know, my kids are disrespecting me. I'm just going to pick up the piece of trash. Okay. Um, do I serve others well? So instead of looking at, are they going to notice me if I do this? I just say, how can I serve others well? And I look at myself and, and measure myself. I don't wait for other people to measure me. I don't wait for other people to give me an award or, or recognition. I just do that because I want to serve them well and I want to notice myself. Um, do I follow my own systems and processes? Meaning. Uh, am I always on the lookout for what some guru or, or leader or expert out there is saying, or am I really checking in with me and saying, wait a minute, what does this mean to me? Okay. Do I forgive myself? You know, that's a big thing. Uh, especially when you're loving yourself unconditionally with humor, kindness, and compassion, having that self forgiveness is huge. Um, do I give myself awards? You know, I think that's big. If, if you're a person that you're like, I, I need to be seen, give yourself awards. 
Uh, I have daily awards. So at the end of the day, as I'm laying my head on the pillow, I, I say, okay, Michelle, out of everything that you did today, which award are you going to give yourself? Uh, I regularly give awards. Uh, there's a, a, a group that I work with and, uh, you know, they're, they're amazing. I love this group. They're probably my favorite group. And I regularly give them little trophy gifts in, in our, um, texting group because I think everybody deserves an award, right? Give yourself an award. And I allow myself to win and lose and try again. That's a part of loving yourself unconditionally. And the key about working with others is that I've realized that I allow others to just be who they are without my interference. So I'm just going to allow my husband and my children and my clients and whoever else I'm working, I'm just going to allow them to be whoever they are without me jumping in and, and expecting and manipulating and, and saying, oh, if you just did this, because it's not about me. And I can tell you this, that the result of, of the last couple years of really working on this inside myself, I have greater peace. I feel more loved than I've ever felt before. Uh, I have a, that genuine smile and joy more often than not. I have better relationships, uh, increased impact and service to others, less stress, uh, better health, and more fun and laughter in my life than I've ever had before. So really, when we look at it, you know, you can seek for or manipulate love outside yourself. If you do that, you're always going to be looking for more. You're always going to be looking for the next high. Because if I can manipulate my husband into giving me that gift so I can feel that false love in the moment, it's only going to last for so long because it doesn't have the great energy that the, the um, natural smile, right, that, that comes to you. So if, you, if you're manipulating these things outside of yourself, if, if this person does this, if this person does this, it's only going to give you a short hit, right? But if you can find the love that you have for yourself, you're going to see love all over the place. I promise you that. Okay. So my encouragement to you today would just be to, you know, ask yourself as many times as you can throughout the day, which kind of love is this? Is that this the false smile kind of love? Or is this the genuine, uh, you know, up from my, my goal or my gut uh, joy love? right? Ask yourself which one that is. And then if you're interested, I have seven statements here that you know, I know many of our listeners, they, they are working on uh, different affirmations and I am statements. And so I came up with seven of them. You may want to write them down. Uh, so I'll just tell them to you here, write them down. If you need to come back, listen to it again and write it down again. Okay. So the first one is I release the need to beg for love. This one has been key for me. I release the need to beg for love. Okay. Uh, the second is I love myself as much as I can today. The third is the world is full of love and it's my job to find it. Number four, I allow others to be who they are and without me manipulating them. Number five is pretty simple. I am loved. 
It's not something you have to seek for or search for. You just are loved. Number six, I let others off the hook for loving me. Right? Give them permission to not have to do that for you anymore because you're going to do it for yourself. And then the last one I really like, it's a great way to kind of end this, is no one can love me as well as I can. So really get uh, familiar with how do you love yourself? How do you, would you like to be loved from others? And then turn that back on you and say, how can I do that for myself? This is probably the one thing that's going to help you in all areas of your life. So if you're talking business, health, relationships, um, you know, fun in your life, whatever it is, this is going to help you the most. So thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.